In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com. Wait, just, this- hey, hold on real quick. I know that we have both probably signed NDAs, so I don't know what's crossing the line or not, but we'll, I guess we'll find out eventually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's fine. The Dirty Talk Cast. Yeah, bro. I just ran in. So now that we got that figured out, what's up, Danny? Dude, it's <laughs> it's been so what's up, long, bro? man. It's probably been like what? I don't even know what since like 2012. I don't know, man. I know we talked a little bit when we were shooting that video with Tyler Carter. That was the last time I remember seeing like your you working and doing shit. But I haven't seen you like. I think I saw you in LA for some shit, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think just the last time I remember, like, remember, like, being with you was, I mean, when we were on tour with Jeffrey, and that was 2012. Yeah, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about, oh, okay. If that's how we're gonna, if that's how we're going into this, I gotta bring up this, uh, this video that I've been wanting to know where it's at for years. Wait, I'm just, hey, hold on real quick. I know that we have both probably signed NDAs, so I don't know what's crossing the line or not, but we'll, I guess we'll find out eventually. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's fine. I'm pretty sure it's fine. Yeah. We're not writing, but there's a, there's a tour video. There's a tour video that never dropped and I'm not sure why it never dropped, but it looked like a party, like. It looked like fucking Project X or like <laughs> something like along those lines. And it was the last tour video that you did for that tour. And then for some reason, it never came out. Huh. And it was insanity. Man, I, I mean, I probably have it somewhere. I don't. Dude, still to this day, I've been like wondering where it like. I know there's a shot of me covered in soap bubbles. Oh, laying on the, it's the laying on the dude. It's the one. It's the. The hotel room that we, for some reason, got the honeymoon suite, and there was the heart-shaped bathtub. Yep. Yeah, and you, yep. you and um, fuck. we slip and did a slip and slide. We made the whole floor into yeah. a bubble, a bubble slip and slide. Oh, and s- yes, because then you were walking into the hallway and you laid up on the counter of like the check-in area. Yes. And like did like the sexy pose <laughs> with the bottle of um, Captain Morgan. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, it's it amazing, dude. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, but that was like one thing that I was like, "Damn, where did this, uh, where did this episode go? Where did this oh, video go?" Dude, it's it's on a hard drive somewhere. I'm gonna have to find it. It's somewhere. Well, it's if somewhere. you find it and send it to me, I'll be that'd be so funny to see. Yeah, 
So, uh, Daniel, how do you, so I can tie you into this, because I don't want it to just be a, a one-man show <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to talk about just tours in 2012. We can, we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you guys around. know each other so we can kind of get this, this band shit, the, the through it all band thing kind of coming together here? Well, Nick and I have been friends since we were seven years old, and we actually had our first band together when we were like 12. Um, oh, we were damn. called Less Than Some, and we did Blink-182 covers. Sick. And uh, we've continued to work together over the years and jam, and uh, we talked about doing a band forever, and then it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, Literally, I mean, go for it. I was just going to say literally friends since we were like in first grade. Okay. So yeah, you guys did like the the thing where it's like, yo man, like, Hey, let's, let's start a band, man. Like, let's go. It just came back together, dude. It was just like, it was just, it just was time. I think. Cause Nick, I know that you did. I mean, well, obviously like I, I forget you were in a band a while ago. Like this was probably before, you know, the Jeffrey tour. You know, you've been in kind of that rock scene before, and then you went into kind of this, you know, the hip hop, rap, and all that, and then yeah. now you're back. Yeah, full circle, baby. Daniel, what were you doing in that meantime? Like, own band or? Uh, I kind of went off on the whole singer songwriter thing, and uh, really played a lot around the Tulsa area. Was doing casino gigs and uh, club gigs, all kinds of genres. And I was in a Red Dirt band for a little bit too. Red Dirt, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that might not be a familiar term. No, I have not heard of Red Dirt. Yeah, what what is that? You want to describe? Oh shit! Okay, so Red Dirt (laughs) is like this thing that started in Stillwater, Oklahoma, and it's It's a genre. It's a genre. It's basically like a fusion of country and like southern rock. Oh, it's basically like it's basically an entire genre of music that was originated in oklahoma so is there something that's maybe like i mean i can kind of in my head understand what you're talking about but like is there maybe something that's a little bit more mainstream that maybe like you'd be like maybe it's a little bit like this like who's the biggest red dirt band Daniel? or who sounds maybe like it that i might know or someone listening might know because that's that's a whole i'm you know almost 30 and i've never even heard of that (laughs) Yeah, That's it's a, crazy. It's, a, it's definitely an Oklahoma thing. Uh, Jason Bolin, Turnpike Troubadours, Co Wetzel. Okay. Uh, there's just this whole huge scene here. Uh, you got to check it out, man. It bears a lot of resemblance, in my opinion, to kind of pop punk. Uh, just the chord progressions and okay. some of the rhythms. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to listen back to this and write down those names because, I mean, dude, I'm always running out of music to listen to. It's, it sucks. It's crazy, though, to think that there's a genre that is kind of like specific to this area, because to us, like anytime I hear someone say that that term red dirt, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're just it's not even really my it's not even really my thing. But like I know about it because like it exists so heavily around here. So is like that any like is there any inspiration from that in your guys's music? Because, I mean, I've listened to the single. Uh, No, no, there's no no. like, okay, because I mean, the thing is, I've never heard of it before, so I don't know if I'm like listening to something I mean, like that not that i don't even know not musically but maybe like culturally i mean we are from here and like like we have an uh we have a couple openers at our show coming up we're doing a hometown show here it's our first actually going to be our first show oh sick it's right here in our in our hometown but 
the people playing after us are good friends of ours and it's not necessarily just specifically red dirt but it has like folky kind of red dirt kind of like roots music sort of vibe to it and they're playing after us just to like keep the party going yeah while we hang out with everybody and celebrate the album dropping and stuff so damn i think no matter what like we're in oklahoma based band like we grew up in this small town oklahoma even though i went out to la and like yeah you know met people like you and experienced all this shit like this is really like where i'm from so it feels good to be back like full circle and be a part of just whatever's going on here but we're kind of creating our own lane no matter what we do but. yeah i mean you, you kind of got it at this point because i mean there's only so many kind of bands that you can have that you know sound exactly the same so like if you can throw your own like i guess twang on it you know yeah it's better than you know just cookie cutter shit exactly for sure so like like i said to start this off i mean it's probably been an insane day i mean the drop of the music video i mean how's that yeah, been dude. going i mean it's a cool video i've watched I've it i've been it's on sick. my uh, thanks dude yeah i've been on my phone and just laptop all day just posting and um talking to like a couple like different like there's like some press stuff that we posted and just like you know just like making sure that it's posted right on all the sites and all that yeah. shit like we don't have a we don't have somebody else doing that for us so it's like we were actually sitting around all day kind of uh posting everything making all the media and the content and all that stuff that's sick so i mean like so with doing all of the, like the social media and whatnot because i mean i i'm on social media more than i'd like to admit because well you know nowadays you kind of have to be to run any sort of business I mean, I mean we're moving into the metaverse dude so oh my, it's like dude it's real life now right every time i open up like facebook or instagram obviously because well instagram is bought out by facebook but now it says like meta or powered by like metaverse i'm like oh fuck dude. the the scary part is that it's not even really about the company name it's like it's, the company name is metaverse but the metaverse is a thing the yeah. metaverse is not a company the metaverse is the next so universe. danny educate me on the metaverse what, what oh, is oh dude i i mean i will in the worst possible way because i don't know shit about shit <laughs> i think that he's making he's actually going to make some sort of like metaverse that you can kind of like compare to like the sims where you can create your own person and have this like alternative life within this metaverse from my understandings i haven't really like looked into it i just hear about it and i'm like you can count me out man you can count me out no i mean that's it i mean that's that's it but it's it goes very deep i think i oh, think we've dude, been I'm sure i think we've been unknowingly creating this metaverse oh, for, for sure. a long time like what like i heard um i think it was elon musk or someone on an interview basically the best way i've heard it referred to is we are as humans we are the biological bootloader of the next like reality Dang. so we don't even know what our purpose is really on this earth but we're unknowingly like creating technology and creating this next level of like existence and like deep like meta basically the metaverse is yeah. the next level of reality and we created that as humans and we're all contributing to it whether we like to or not like we're almost like, you know, when a new video game comes out or something like there's the people that spent however, you know, many yeah, years before hours that and years, yeah. you know, building that game. Basically what you're you know, that's us right now for the next. I think there's a chance that we are in a version of the metaverse now. And this is the like a simulation version. kind of vibe. Yeah, I've always thought that I can understand that. I mean, it's one of those to think about. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, 
there's so many possibilities on everything. It, it, it's so wide open for anyone to like be so shut out and like be nope. Like there's got to be like a shred of like, okay, I could believe it. It's a little yeah. bit, you know. The yeah. listeners are like, damn, through it all goes deep. I know. <laughs> hey, fuck about the band, dude. Let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, the reason I brought that up, like social media, like, let's see, there's, is it four, five piece band? Four of us. Four? I mean, are you all kind of on the gram, like everyone's logged in doing shit? Or is there kind of just the one person that's like, just, hey, like. <laughs> I think it basically out. it's just like uh, Nick, our fucking mastermind. Uh, <laughs> he could teach like a college lecture on social media excellence. Well, then what's your excellence that you could do the uh, the college course on? Let's know. I want to know more about you. I mean, I've I've toured with Nick. I mean, I know it's been ages ago but what's up daniel holds it down dude holds amazing it down. guitarist amazing guitarist great at music little shot yeah, i've just spent my whole life playing music and uh studying music and uh basically just love music and sports and that's oh what kind of sports football okay. basketball uh i don't really go in for baseball okay Hockey a little bit at least. Hell yeah. Okay, dude. okay. All right. We're we're good, man. We're good. <laughs> so my my uh my knowledge of hockey is I've been to a few Kings games in LA and that was really fun. I mean, I can appreciate that. I mean, obviously, like my team, the you know, them, you know, not you know, they butt heads, but you know, I can appreciate someone that goes to a game and that was I fun. just went because I like lived in LA and was like, oh, go to Staples. That's the, go, yeah, that's the thing go to do. watch hockey players fight, you know. So with you being Daniel, with you being like the, I mean, just a shredder on the guitar and whatnot, uh, what I mean, process of writing with this whole new band, I mean, it must be a, you know, brand new band. So what's kind of like the dynamic of going through this while well, writing the single, for example, I guess. Well, we just sit down with two guitars and come up with the progression and elaborate it on it from there, you know, kind of the um, standard, the standard move. I mean, obviously, like. I mean, I've toured for most of my life and I've had some of my buddies on the, the podcast and, you know, it's kind of like one of those things I, I feel like I got to ask. It's like, I feel it's the same kind of thing. It's like either you're going and tripping drugs and writing crazy shit like Kane Hill or you all are just sitting down and writing stuff until something sticks. I think for us, like almost every time we write a song, it's like it's falling out of thin air and you have to like rush to the guitar and like before you lose it your notepad or your phone like you never sit down and go okay what are we going to write now yeah you cross like, your like, legs you know like all right boys let's go it's never that it's never been that i don't think it'll ever be that it's like oh fuck we got this one line like go 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 and it kind of just like, flows from there all of a sudden yeah all of a sudden you have a hook and a verse and then you could always write the other verse later or elaborate on it later but the main structure of a song is just going to be four five chords and a melody and three lines and once you have that the whole you know the whole idea is captured yeah i think if you write it down or demo it or something or even just now you can just voice memo it like once you have that if you just do that like i think that goes really deep too there's like a there's a thing to be said about capturing ideas uh as soon as they pop in your head yeah because they're you're like 
I've always thought like you're kind of channeling these ideas, like these ideas, you're almost like a, I've always thought of a, like us as like a receiver and these ideas, like, especially as a creative, not mm-hmm. necessarily with everything, but as a creator, creator, you're like receiving these ideas and then you just have to jump on it. You have to like either oh, capture yeah, it or at sure. least write it down. And then, then at least it exists in this reality, you know? Oh, definitely. I mean, like I've been at work or at the gym or, you know, moments away from falling asleep and i have an idea and i'm like damn it i gotta write this down immediately yeah, have to write it down but forget it yeah i can't tell you bro how frustrating it is <laughs> to be like at work or at the grocery oh, no. store and this brilliant melody pops in your head and you get home and you're like all right i, I gotta flesh this out and then it's gone the yeah, entire time in the grocery store you're just like humming along this like <laughs> the progression like and by the time you end like leave and you get home the whole thing is completely different than what you started with. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so infuriating. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I mean, it's the same with, you know, my line of work with, you know, photo, video, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, what you kill it at, bro. Well, I've thank you, man. So I would love to there. work together. I'm sure we can do something, figure it out. Oh, or I'm we can. Sh- I'm sure we will, bro. Do video, where photo, you, whatever. Where do you live now? I'm in Idaho, bro. Oh, you're in Idaho. Yeah, okay. Dude. Cali boy went we, to the snow. Bro, you know go Vandals. Funny? Yeah. I uh, we okay. To- yeah. I'm learning about all the, you know, the teams and whatnot. What, what team is that? Oh, but what type, what sport? This shows you how much I know about that. Oh, all of them. They're all the same. Is it? Oh, see, like I said, I'm still learning. <laughs> I just got my license plates like last week. Like, damn, dude. It's fresh. Um, I think we went to Idaho together on that tour. Oh, probably to, to Boise at Boise. the um, mm-hmm. oh yeah, dude, uh, it's crazy. Like being places, knitting factory, yeah, knitting mm-hmm. factory. Yep. And there's one. It's crazy. So like where I'm at, Post Falls, I'm like 35 minutes away from Spokane Airport, and oh, there's sick. a knitting factory there too, like in Spokane. So like oh, I'm, they... I mean, I'm further away from the Spokane. I mean, I'm like seven hours away from Boise. So yeah. I'm I'm north. I'm very north. I'm like two hours away from the Canadian border. <laughs> Damn, that's awesome though. I know, man. I, I mean, I love hockey, so I'm the snow. I mean, like the California kid in me is like, "Damn, what the fuck is going on right now?" Yeah, but also it's the hockey kid. Too, yeah, the hockey kid in me is like, has already been looking up like backyard rink setups. <laughs> I just went to buy a beer at the store here, and the guy saw my I saw my California ID, mm-hmm. and he's like. He's like, man, it's cold here. Like, I'm getting chilly. You know, it's old country. I'm getting chilly. It's cold here. What's it like out there in California? And I was like, I was like, man, it's nice right now still, dude. It's probably know, plus 70 today. Like, I'm trying to go back next month, I think. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's been it's been a an adjustment, but I mean, we're I mean, enjoying it out here and yeah. So I have to ask, why Idaho? What what took you there? My my lady. My lady, uh, her parents moved here, so we decided to move on out here. Mm, okay. Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah, we are, we're all set up, house. You know, we got the luckily we got the jobs and all that stuff. But I mean, I'm doing photo video, so I'm staying in the realm. But you know, I got the podcast. I'm still doing. I mean, I just finished some stuff for Mice and Men. Like, I'm still doing my, you know, the band stuff. Kind of pulled yeah. back on the touring just because, like. I don't know. Just needed needed a long break, if not a, like a permanent break. I, I I go through some struggling times where I'm like, damn, dude, I miss that life. It's crazy. Yeah, you could just do but, like one tour a year. Yeah, that's the thing I gotta I gotta figure out with you know the good old 
job, you know, be like, hey, like, I need to leave for uh, a month. <laughs> it'll, so, you know, it'll work out. It'll work out if it's yeah. supposed to. It'll make sense, you know? Yeah. So Man, with, I had a, I, I thought part. I was done. I thought I was done touring. I was like about to give it up for like this girl and I thought I was going to get married yeah. and all this stuff. And, and then like, uh, I don't know, not to get too deep or personal, but like, hey man, we can we get started, as deep or bland we started as you this, want. <laughs> uh, we started this, we started this band, like, and she, you know, she was a part of the whole, the whole process, like mm-hmm. knew about everything that was happening. I was like very straight up with her. I literally like told her like, look, I just want to make this album with my best friend. Cause like we did, we wanted to do this forever you know blah 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 blah. like i'm i've been to la for 13 years i've toured i just got back like i've been through the pandemic like i'm good if i don't tour again like i'm down if you want to really do this you know yeah and then gave her all that everything was good for a little bit and then it was like bye disappeared she fucking peace dude so i was like well if you're if uh if that's you know if i gave you all that and i and you don't you still don't believe me um then whatever dude let's go hard i mean she saved you uh, a lot of time then i guess yeah. if you want to look at it in a good way <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so i guess you've now, been through it all like, through it all baby <laughs> so now i'm like let's go dude what, yeah like, what what else is there to what's full there to fucking about? tilt so i'm guessing all in house i mean who's doing the recordings i mean like i mean who's got the who's got the shit to make it all happen we um you want to tell them then? Yeah, we uh, hooked up with our good friend, Stephen Adwell, who owns AMR Studio uh, in Tulsa. He's done international recording, mixing, and mastering, and he genuinely loves the music that we're making. So it's, it's cool to have a pop punk producer working on these original songs, helping us bring them to life. It's been awesome. That's sick. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. you guys have the single out. I mean, what's... That well, kind of we mean. have the single, we have the single out, but we actually have eight songs mixed and mastered. Well, there we fucking are. <laughs> so the EP, four songs, drops December third. Okay, which is only two weeks away. Yeah, close. So our oh, show, yeah. our 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 release show is December second here in town, and then that that night at midnight. The reason we did it on the second because it drops at midnight. Yeah, sick. So you said you have eight songs total. You're dropping so, a, a four-song EP? Four-song EP, and then another four-song EP. Same process over again. Okay. Like early, early next year. So what, And then we've got, like, five other songs. Written. Oh, shit. A five-song so, EP, dude? So we're going <laughs> to have three EPs, essentially, but, like, okay. then we're going to drop it as a full-length album. Drop the five? So we got four songs, mm-hmm. then another four, mm-hmm. and then probably a 12 or 13 song album with an interlude oh like, okay cool oh sick. Some, like summertime of next year dope oh yeah because I, I was gonna be like so what's what's the move what do you guys got going on boom so we basically we're just trying to keep it lined up so we always have something coming out just always, keeping it like consistent like just pushing out forever dude. stuff never yeah. it's never gonna stop you're never gonna see through it all stop <laughs> we're going for it <laughs> send it so I guess it, with all of that, you know, the you basically have that all the music part basically, you know, all figured out, buttoned down as far as the shows and I mean tours and, and whatnot, that next route. I mean, where do you guys want to go with it? We want to go 
anywhere it takes us. Fair you know? enough. And um, as far as we can go, definitely play shows everywhere. Like no, nothing's off limits. Okay, so I mean, if like there, you know, you would definitely do like a a month long U.S. tour or or something oh, like dude. that. Yeah. Yes, dude. Okay, so that's kind of like the. I, I would leave and not come home for like three years. <laughs> Dan, hey, yeah. better watch out what you ask for, dude. Yeah. It might fucking happen. You like fuck, Aust- Australia, Europe, Japan. Damn. Uh, what else is on the list? I still want to go to South America. I've done the U.S. a lot. Oh, South America, dude, Central me. America, Canada tour, everything, dude. So. I just want to travel the world and just like, I think the whole thing is just getting the most experience out of life as possible, you know? And I mean, yeah, making music with your best friends and traveling the world. I mean, I feel like that's a a lot of the reasons people do it, you know? Yeah, nothing's ever felt that. uh, There's never been another outlet to really experience life like that. Yeah. So what's what's like the, I guess the, hmm, how do I say this? To kind of accomplish, you know, those kind of things to stay on route. I mean, of course, like I said, you guys have the music backed up to be in that spot. But as far as, you know, find, you know, finding, I guess, management or label, like, is there some sort of route that you guys are looking towards to try and make those certain tours and whatnot happen or kind of too early for that? Um, I think the goal is just build this incredible hype on our own that is just like undeniable where people are like oh they know what they're doing (laughs) (laughs) like they've clearly been around for you know they've been doing music for a while and they've been in the industry for a while where it's like we don't uh we don't need you but like if you can help a little bit and do something that we you know can't take on ourselves without spreading ourselves too thin you know type thing like when we could like work together type thing but Mm -hmm. it's like um, yeah, you know, I know there's like uh, certain people, certain people in the industry you need to like help make these things happen. A really good agent, really good uh, management, just to help out, like a fifth band member, essentially. You know. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, dude. Whoever. Um, the cool thing is I've been through enough of the ringer in the industry to know who's like legit or not. You know, who who could really help me. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't. You know, there's no room to like fall for any like weird. Yeah money traps you know who's actually going to help and or the other yeah, person like, that's going to just be like i'm just here for the money bro like yeah like like i've done all this bro like what it, tell me exactly what you're going to do yeah and if it's like if it makes sense then hell yeah like if you really love this band and you want to be a part of what's going on then let's go so what about the whole i mean i feel like a lot of bands especially since i mean the pandemic which by the way is lasting way too fucking long um some bands i feel like are kind of kind of going away from the label aspect and trying to do everything like self-made is that kind of a way that things are going now that's totally a wave um makes sense me but i've always like like been the guy to just like go for that route (laughs) like i'm just like i'm not gonna wait on anybody i'm not gonna just make a song and then like hope that it gets out there yeah i've always been like let's let's go dude i learned how to make my own merch learn how to like make music videos how to edit how to you know how to shoot videos how to edit videos how to fucking like you guys can do everything how to yeah in-house like and not to sound like 
you know, I'm not the best at all of that. Like I, there's still always room to work with people and work with professionals of in course. the field. But like, I know enough about each aspect that I'm like, you know, like, all right, we I can could, like, I could, I could it. be independent and do it. Like I, yeah. I know what's going on. I know how it's done. I've tour managed. I've toured in a bus. I've toured in a van. I've slept in a van. I've, you know, like, like same as you, like we've been through, we've been through enough of this shit that we know what it's about. We know how it works. We know yeah. how the, we don't, you know, we see past the smoke and mirrors. We know what's up. Like the real fans are all that's ever going to matter. Mm-hmm. People who really just fuck with the music. Like the image shit doesn't last. The like, sm- the, you know, just the facades don't last. Like it's all just like, Make the shit you really love to make and push it and believe in yourself and go hard, but you got to work fucking hard. Oh. People don't understand that. It's not like, oh, I'm tired from my nine to five. It's like your mental capacity is maxed out to 100% when you are an independent, like hmm. anything. Oh, not even just a sure. musician, just like you, it's 24 hours a day. I do. Plotting, writing ideas down. Like, and that's what it takes, I think, you know? I mean, it, if you want it enough, you'll you'll work for it and if you don't well you, you're not gonna really work out <laughs> you just gotta go you just gotta go hard daniel have you been on a tour because i know obviously nick has he's been through the ringer on some shit what about you have you been on a tour i mean long short whatever yeah i've, I've been on a short regional tour um just like in the three or four state area texas oklahoma missouri kansas okay so you've but uh, like a van, like a van or something like that. Yeah, uh, okay. just driving around in a van with two other dudes, listening to country music all day long. Damn. And uh, I didn't grow up listening to country music oh, or liking it or even acknowledging it until I was like twenty three. Dude, and it same. was kind of out of desperation. I just I wanted to be in a band, you know. So you have to and... like country to be in a band. Well, you heard it here first. It comes with the yeah. It comes with the, basically yeah. It comes with the territory where we're from, you know. Dude, country's fucking like, awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. I think that's another. Yeah, like I think our only uh, our only thing with country is like where we grow up. It's the mainstream, like the very mm-hmm. like country pop, country mainstream country is the very like epitome of basic. If that makes sense. Where we're I from. Think I get what you're talking about. Yeah. Like we're from Oklahoma. So like every Karen and fucking Rhonda and <laughs> I love know, how like, that's the two names that you can You know what I'm with. saying? Like and every every fucking Danny and Jonathan that are out there yeah. are like are like every fucking oh, I, I said Danny, but you're Danny. Yeah. Uh you know, uh, you know, fucking I don't know, whatever, dude. Like Man, dude, get your shit together. I'm sorry, bro. No, you're good, you're good, you're good. But I like get it. all it's- these it's compared to California. I mean, like, I, my name's Nick, bro. Like, I got a white ass name too, dude. Yeah, dude, my name's. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, come on. Yeah, we got Daniel right here. My literally, yeah, my homie I next know. to me is. Daniel. That's why I was like, I had no issue like remembering your name. Like, I was like, you know oh, I'm I got to Nick say, and Daniel here. Like, sick. All right, cool. We're good. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, country music out here is just like the epitome of kind of basic. And it's so in the blood. We all, yeah. So growing up, we were like, fuck, we want to like stand out we want to like do our thing and all these people like kind of frown upon us for dressing differently or whatever like we had our own little like version of being uh you know looked down upon as far as like in high school or just like growing up here like i hated going to high school here in oklahoma 
just like whack. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I thought high school was whack too, for sure. But I was definitely in a different area, and I was definitely on the the sceny weenie side, if you can call it that. It was it was great. Yeah, uh, like that didn't exist here except for us. Like, yeah, <laughs> like literally me, Daniel, like through it all. <laughs> Through it all, <laughs> yeah. through it all was the scene, like <laughs> kids of this town, you know. Dude, I I think I was the first person in high school. Um, I forget what year it was, like as in like sophomore or junior or whatever. But I was the first one in my entire high school to wear Tom's shoes. Oh yeah, I remember, dude. That was <laughs> such a crazy fucking phase, bro. And everyone wore them on Warp Tour, the worst yeah. sweaty fucking tour ever and no socks it like, was the crab core scene dude the like fucking... what is wrong with y'all dude you're fucking sweaty like you don't have socks on and you just wear these oh yeah dude i for sure had the gnarliest honestly it might be even on my like facebook because i was in your book and i had obviously cameras everywhere and i think there's actually a photo of my feet and like you can see like the tan from the toms that's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro little ninja <laughs> shoes I remember that shit. <laughs> Man, dude. I remember those Warped Tour days were amazing. <laughs> Man. Fucking just music in general. Like, I love talking to, you know, like you and all the friends that I have from, like, the, the touring world and stuff like that. Because, like, we've been through so much. And obviously, Daniel, I don't know you. And you guys are going to go on tour and you'll, you know, full-length tour. And you're going you're gonna to see some shit. It's going to be great. Yeah, Daniel's going to be fucking stoked when we hit the road and go on tour. And we, we will see some shit. We will see some shit on tour, <laughs> for sure. Do you, uh, Daniel, do you have, like, a, a state that you're like, I want to go. I can't wait to go there. Well, I've been to um, almost every state. And I've played in some really cool places. But I'm super excited to go to New York City. I've never been. Is it just because you've never been or like, is there certain like something that you're like, to me, uh, New York city, um, all the history that okay. is there musically, culturally. And I feel like people in NYC just love all genres. So, um, Good yeah, I'm excited yeah. for all of those reasons. Like Biggie and Jiggy. Yeah. And beastie boys. Beastie. Damn. Fuck. I need to listen to those guys. I haven't listened to them in forever. One of the best rap shows I ever did was Brooklyn down in a basement. This Damn. shitty area. That sounds shitty sketchy area. as fuck. Bro, it was but Brooklyn's nice now though. Is it? Yeah, bro. It's like oh, it's like know. Silver It's like Silver Lake. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like the same shit. It's like really? uh, okay. oh, it's like no, it's like Echo Park. Like, okay. oh, this used to be it used to be kind of hood, you know. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But now sure. But now, like, but now it's nice, you know. I heard um someone say in an interview, I forgot who it was. They were like, uh, yeah, I'm from Echo Park before it was cute. <laughs> I thought that was tight. <laughs> That's sick. Hell yeah. Is there what about you? I mean, obviously I know Nick, you've you've toured and whatnot, but like I mean for me, like there's one a couple of venues that I like to go back to because I just think like it's sick. You know, it's I love being back at these certain venues, but like is there like when you guys go back on tour and able to go to either these venues or states or whatever is there some on your mind that you're like all right cool i can't wait to go back to there whatever um i think for us specifically as like through it all i think it'd be really cool to go play like soma in san diego Ooh. that would do that would kill 
and like you know what i mean and eat at like sombrero because like we you know we were listening to blink and shit together and like hearing tom DeLong talk about soma you know what i mean like yeah just play like play blink's hometown essentially he brings me mexican food from sombrero just because (laughs) like it's across the street from soma you know hell yeah okay yeah i've definitely eaten there with the mice boys for sure you know just uh that's just off top like somewhere cool that would be you know for us to play as as specifically this band but for me personally like um i love going I'll, you know, if I can get out of the cold, I'm down to go play Florida, like right now, anywhere in Florida. Hmm. <laughs> Even though Florida, Waffle House, in Florida. I just want to get it. I just want to leave the Waffle cold House so bad. Sketchy as fuck, dude. <laughs> so sketchy, <laughs> dude. <laughs> but they're always open. This is you gotta play, turn this man. turn this Waffle House to a Waffle Home. <laughs> oh fuck! I think for me, the one venue that I mean, there's. Plenty. I mean, I only went to Red Ro- Red Rocks once. That was sick. Ooh, yeah. I've never played Red Rocks. Of mice. Actually. We were with uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Fuck yeah. That was sick. Um, and the next one, I, it might have been, mm, been there a few times. I think twice. It was uh, with We Car. Um, I think it's St. Andrews Hall, in Michigan. Oh, is that the haunted one? Uh, th- but the thing is, the reason I like it is because downstairs is the shelter where Eminem kind of started. Yeah, so that, dude. you know, me loving Eminem, I'm like, dude, I'm, but, I'm where. But is that, history. is that the haunted one? Or um, am I thinking of something else? I don't know. To be honest with Maybe you. I'm thinking, I might be thinking of Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee is the rave. Yeah. The, the pool. That one's, yeah. The one where, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer used to go and pick up his yes, shit. Dude, yeah. It's fucking haunted. Dude, that shit. shit's creepy. Oh God, yeah. This place I, is fucking oh. weird, bro. There's some weird Mac Miller thing in there. Really? Yeah. Uh, Mac Miller tagged the wall in the rave. You know how everyone tags the pool downstairs or whatever. Yeah. So he tagged it, and it was like, uh, something, something. I'm gonna it, basically whatever he wrote like came true. He was like, <sighs> I'm gonna sell this out. Like I just sold this show out. Blah blah blah. And it said something about. Uh, I'm gonna keep going till I drown, drown or some weird shit like that. It was some weird some tie in with his weird with his shit. album swimming, like the swimming album, yeah, the, the last album he put out. There's some weird like uh some weird full circle tie with that. It's like a, it's it's a it's a loose conspiracy, but it's kind of dope if you want to like get in that zone and look at that. Shit, I'll have to know? look that up because I think I saw who was it? I was supposed to be on a tour with in this moment, and I had to just turn it down because of work and whatnot, but. They went to Milwaukee, the the rave, and I saw some photos in the pool, and like it looked maybe like they just painted it. Yeah, so, it says. I don't know. It says, so I am, I am Mac Miller. I once lived. Now I am dead. My soul remains here. Enjoy. I sold this place out three times. That was what Max Mac Miller's tag said in the pool. <laughs> Uh, uh. my soul remains here yeah enjoy enjoy yes i sold this place out three times damn isn't that trippy dude like i don't know like no i and the last album is called swimming yeah so not to get deep again but i really get deep baby let's go kind of my whole life that whenever you you die on planet earth um your biological form you know kind of recycles back into the earth but Mm -hmm. 
your soul, I think, in, in my opinion, goes wherever you remember life most fondly. Hmm. And it, so when I saw that tag just now, um, it really kind of made me think, you know, maybe Mac Miller's soul is there. Well, I think to go off of that, I believe, I, I, I hope I'm right, but I believe that I think it's Buddy Holly. He played at the rave and they took a, a flight out of Milwaukee or wherever and their plane crashed. And it's yeah, that was his last show to be Holy said shit. that he haunts that or haunt might be the wrong word, but he roams the rave down there because that was the last place he played. And maybe what you were saying is that's where he felt he should be. Crazy shit. Damn, bro. That's insanity, bro. Man, I didn't think I was going to talk about this, man. I love it, though. Oh, I love it, too. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I love I love this. Well, maybe we'll have I to mean, get back on a, a, a podcast episode, and we'll talk everything but the band, and we'll just talk about crazy shit like this. Why not? I mean, we'll throw that in would, the band. That would be I mean. sick, bro. <laughs> um, to kind of close this out, I mean, where do you want people to check out your a band, obviously. Um, the single, YouTube. I mean, obviously, it's on YouTube. You know, uh-huh. shoot your shot. Get yeah, it out dude, there. Through, through it all. T-H-R-U. Through it all. T-H-R-U. Yeah, don't spell that through shit it all. baby. Through it all. Through it all. And, yeah, our single, first single, we only have one song and an interlude out. Um, the interlude was literally just us like being like, well, we got to get our pages up, you know? <laughs> uh, so our, our, we have one song out so far and two weeks away from the date this podcast drops. You're probably listening in the future right now. Ooh, but, uh, but yeah, our EP is called The Irrelevant EP and uh, it's on Spotify. It's everywhere, everywhere you listen to music and uh, yeah, watch the video through it all youtube spotify for sure that's our main ones if you really like us buy a plane ticket uh to tulsa international airport and get an uber to tahlequah from there okay to Dwayne's place how long how long is that from 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 tulsa to tahlequah (laughs) i was just you're being really specific so i was like all right well how long how long is the uber to the place tulsa to (laughs) tahlequah is about it's only about 40 minutes all right cool all right cool so not so too probably bad. Like, it'd probably be like a $50 Uber. Yeah. All right. Affordable. Affordable. And then you come on down to Dwayne's place, and we're going to be playing our very first show, and we're going to be partying till midnight when our EP drops, baby. Just till midnight, though? No, not, not after? After, for sure. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Just make the sure. after party will be after one pa- for okay. the ages. <laughs> we're throwing a whole, I think we decided we're going to throw a whole emo night with oh, our friend sick. There you just, go. DJing, just DJing in our practice space. There you go. That'd be sick. Because <laughs> we have mic, we have mics, we have DJ shit set up, we have you know drums, everything. Like everyone can just come rage out. Hell yeah! So well, dude, we're gonna have a good time on that day. Yeah, I'll, I'm. Life's about having out. a good time. That's what I want to close this on. Life's about having a good time and just do what you love and just don't think too much about it. You know. There we go. We'll end it on have that. A, Thank you guys for uh, for for dropping by. Uh, we'll talk soon. Dude, Danny, love you, baby. Love you too, boy. Your little Daniel, Versace I don't angel. Know you. Yeah, hey, my little Versace, little fucking teardrop. I never met a Daniel that I don't like. <laughs>
damn fuck, dude i might have to take that out and make it my ring dude yeah they make that a thing please <laughs> never met a daniel that i don't like girl all right yeah <laughs> all right dude take care have a good night uh shit's tight through it all baby through it all baby love all you right. bro tia In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and and there's a there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.